Hail and well met, home trees. It's your host, Chris, Corey, and Donnie, and welcome to another goodie bag edition of the More Gooder Than podcast. On these fun-sized episodes, we reveal the movies for the next main episode of MGT, read your listener comments, and listen to the MGT hotline and do another segment of MGT Light, where we have a guest on to teach us some new moves in this dance we call life. Good one. <laughs> uh, not, not not to tune out, but I was like Kudos. I was like sitting here like adjusting things mm-hmm. and like kind of half listening to you. you your, so yeah. I bet it was really funny. Please take your hands out of your pants. I was that's enough out. adjusting. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so we did not pick the name of this next episode. Did we? <laughs> we did not. But it is called Big Gay Nates Drag O Rama, and will feature the films Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, that's per- just one of them. That's just one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was afraid you were not going to yeah. give the full name, but you did. The The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and the Birdcage. Wesley Snipes, he's been a killer and a commando. Patrick Swayze, he's been a heartthrob and a hero. But these tough guys are about to face the most physically challenging roles of their careers. Let's give it to him, girl. Meet Vita Boem. Enchanté. Why are you crying? Maybe she just found out Menudo broke up. Miss Noxima Jackson. Jesse's daughter. And their protege, Chichi Rodriguez. I'm the Latino man with more legs than a bucket of chicken. They may turn this town from drab to utterly, utterly fabulous. To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Numar. This is the story of three hard-working guys. What kind of cabaret do you do? We dress up in women's clothes and parade around mouthing the words to other people's songs. Who are about to discover... Ta-da! Begins to do a show out of town. How long is the run? Four weeks. That hitting the road is hard. I hereby christen this budget Barbie camper Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Especially in heels. Don't use that tone to me. What tone? That sarcastic, contemptuous tone that means you know everything because you're a man and I know nothing because I'm a woman. You're not a woman. Oh, you bastard. Something very strange is going on. The last one's just so, that was just so it's, it's, <laughs> it's missing also, about ten words. Yeah. Give the original French. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Le cage de faux. There's not enough. I don't know. I've never heard a French person say. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> no. Have you? It's obviously like a it's, character. It's of obvious. Like, I, I yeah, guess obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not accurate. Yeah, it's not accurate. They do say baguette after the end of every baguette. Wee 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 baguette, me. Pepe le pew. But this, of course, is a Patreon award episode for for good old Nate Dog, who is, became a fifth tier. A Patreon, and he wanted us to wait till Patreon supporter. He wanted us to wait till June, uh, which is Pride Month, to do the Drago Rama. So these are his. Apparently, these are very popular. I did not know that, and uh, but here we are, and so we are doing these movies next. Yeah, yeah, can't wait, cannot wait. <laughs> Gotta get to, but Nathan, thank you so much. But he's been a supporter. Yeah. Since day one, like he's one of the first home trees. And now, of course, he's taken it to the next level. Been a Patreon home tree now. Fifth mm-hmm. tier. Just sent him his uh, reward. 
which was uh, he wanted a home tree shirt. Mm-hmm. So he wanted the, the black shirt with the white background, which is nice. super cool. Yeah. So anyway, so he got that as one of his prizes. Very cool. Congratulations. And, and next thanks week's episode. For, thanks for your patronage. <laughs> yeah. Big gay Nate. <laughs> his choice. Yeah, I'm not going to say it, but Chris, you're his buddy. So yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's kind of like when you see the N word. I can Pretty say much. it. Yeah, yeah. I can it, say it, really it because he's my friend. I don't, if I, you belong to that community, you have the rights to yeah. say it. But. His choice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Patreon, we got uh, a tier two Patreon shout out to give to Jake Clark. Tier two? Two, two. AK Tim Jake from the Dark Knight Minute podcast. Nice. Cool. Uh, you guys all know him, of course, from his escalating fight with Tom from the uh, <laughs> yeah. from the, the X-Minutes podcast. But who loves us more? This His Patreon support actually came from Thomas, like, calling him out. Yeah. To say, like, hey, I support them on Patreon. That's awesome. Do you support them on Patreon? And I support you guys fighting it out so that way we yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it, it Balls is be- in your court, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tom, who, so who's there, gonna get the highest tier there yeah. is we do have tier seven <laughs> wink wink oh my gosh that's too much money can you outdo nan the great and powerful nan there is one more tier above nan yeah but as your but brother I, but as his andre has taught us you can donate whatever you want apparently <laughs> so it's <laughs> gonna start like like an amazon war where it's like they're one centing each other like, yeah the whole time back and forth yeah. it's ebay like it was, they're ebaying our love yeah. yeah come, and then someone comes in and snipes it right at the last second. Uh, but these, their epic Twitter battles between each other for their love of us is, is, is just cool. so funny. And people like her, like, this is the greatest thread ever. It's really funny. Yeah. But uh, Jake, thanks so much, man. Me and uh, Corey are actually going to be on your show next uh, next week, after the day after this airs, this episode. Oh, yeah. I got another movie to watch. <laughs> no, no, you have two A minutes. Minute. You have two minutes to watch. I need context, though, don't I? I was just on Have X you not seen ba- You've seen Batman Begins, right? I've seen each of the new Batman series once. See, that's the essence of the minutes podcast is yeah. you don't want context. You just want just those minutes. minutes. Yeah. Right. So you're good. They're I easy actually, to prep for. Yeah, they're really easy to prep <laughs> I, for. I will do that. I'll watch just those minutes. And then after the show, I'll go back and watch the whole movie. Because I, I need to see the movie again. I mean, they're it's fantastic a, films. Like a cultural touchstone. Absolutely. I just, uh, I guess it on X minutes, uh, well, a week ago as of the time we're recording this or midweek uh, last time week. has no meaning. Yeah. Here. yeah. yeah. Some days in the past yeah. I, I did this. So days I, of future I, past. Yeah. I watched my minute clip that Tom sent me. I couldn't even remember which movie that was from. <laughs> no need. <laughs> no need to worry about it. It's just those minutes. Yeah. The minutes podcast community is, they are, uh, they are a, fer- a ferociously like attentive group. Yeah. <laughs> like they're great. And they love them some podcasts for yeah. sure. It feels like I'm, I'm singling them out as like a race. Like, <laughs> like, like, they're people too, Chris. Those Xers. Those, those minute podcasts. Yeah, but uh, but Jake, Dirty thanks minners. so much, man. So, I mean, I think there's really only one way to shout this guy out, right? Daddy Elfin style, yeah. But it's, I mean, that Danny Elfin thing when he just comes on. I mean, Donnie will tell you. I was, I, we were going on a, a road trip for our secret, secret work project, and like, I had like just like a mixtape of like all of my favorite jams, and that was on. That's one of my favorite pieces of music. <laughs> oh, it's I don't Danny care that it's, that it's related to mm-hmm. a Batman, you know, comic series. It is an amazing piece of music. Absolutely, for yeah. sure. So um, that was on my mixtape of just songs I got to listen to every once in a while. <laughs> the mixtape. 
Uh, right after it, of course, is is uh, in your eyes by by Peter Gabriel, just holding up the. Anyway, <laughs> not familiar with that one. So you're, you're alone in on that your one. Your eyes from say anything. I know. I've never seen it. I understand. You know the reference, though, right? I knew the reference okay. of him standing outside. So feel free to throw me. Was he kind of a creep? Like he was kind of like a stalker. Throw yeah. me a yeah. bone at any minute. What do you? Oh, get I'm it? trying. I'm yeah. trying here. I'm having a dialogue. I'm engaging. I just no, I can't. You know what sing it is? A song. I, I don't know it. It's so with that, it's his name's Dobler in the movie, right? And so it comes through. This is from How I Met Your Mother. You're either a Dahmer or a Dobler. If you do these huge grand gestures, if you're into it, yeah. it's romantic. Mm-hmm. If you're not into it, it comes off super creepy. Yeah. So like that's kind of what it, are you a are you a Dahmer or are you a Dobler? To where like that's gonna you know work out. Like if it was just yeah. if you're not into it, and if I stood at your window with a huge boombox, you'd be like, where did Chris get that boombox? <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> but also you're like. I'm in bed. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm not into this right yeah. now. Like when I'm laying in bed naked with my wife and he calls me at like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> I look eight 30 <laughs> was the other one. Eight 30 is not late. You, man. I'm giving so, you that time. Uh, well, I'm hard. Boom. Huh. Speaking. You guys need a Clark. more, uh, like me and Josh relationship when it comes to communicating by phone. He's like, you know, I was going to, we were texting about X wing the other night and he's like, I know he goes to bed early. I was like, I didn't want to text you too late. He's like, I never have the sound on, on my phone. The man after my own heart. I don't either. <laughs> He's like, you text me as late as you want, and I'll reply like at four in whenever, the morning when I get I up. up yeah. Right, yeah. I know you don't have the sound on your phone, so <laughs> it'll just work. There was a meme, and it's it was something similar to that. They said like the movie, you know, a movie comes on. Please silence your cell phones. Me, and it says like me who hasn't had the sound turned on since 2012. <laughs> yeah. Still checks his phone to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Makes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I just like you're. You're pre-wired not to do it. A yeah. uh, couple quick shout-outs before we keep moving on to the comments. Uh, I won the Movie Geek Arnold uh, draft. Yeah. I'm Sweet. so happy. Yeah, Congrats. I'm so happy on that. So I won it with 42%. Uh, what were your movies? I haven't listened to the episode. So it's, it's in my list of things to listen to, but I haven't My, my movies yet. were, I, I was first picked, so I went Terminator 2. Okay. I don't, like, you just really can't. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, then, of course, the snakes around. I have to wait eight more rounds. Yeah. And I went with uh, Running Man, is what I went oh, with. That's good. Yeah. I mean, True Lies was gone. Yeah. Of uh, course. Predator was gone. All yeah. Terminator 1 was gone. Like, eight of you guys? There, there, no, it's, there's four of us. Four. So then the picks snake yeah. around to me. So I went with Running Man. And then my third pick was Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was still there. Uh, Kindergarten Cop. Well, because if you go, you get two picks in a row in your second and third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I saw you had Conan the Destroyer as well. Then, so round four, I went Conan the Destroyer. I'm like, I got to have a Conan in there yeah. somewhere. And then I went with Maggie for my fifth pick, which is a fantastic film. I've never seen that. It's, it's one of his newer ones uh, where it's his daughter is Abigail Breslin from Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. There's and, so many new Arnie movies yeah. that I haven't seen. Yeah. We need to do an episode of like Neo Arnie. <laughs> Post- Post 2015, <laughs> like 2015 movies on yeah. Arnie. So you get like Last Stand. Post Governor or something. The, I think True Lies return. is like the most recent Arnie movie I've seen. And we'll call it. <gasps> that's, <Delete> that. <laughs> that's, that's so right. good. Home Trees. <laughs> forget you heard that. Forget you heard that. Uh, Corey, of course, was on Weird With You, which was an incredible episode with Santiago. <laughs> that was so good, man. Yeah, that was fun. You went into deep into gangsta, Peppa Pig. <laughs> that was so good, man. It, it was pretty funny. I was I was nervous because I wasn't sure if I could live up to what uh, Justine and Santiago do together. Like you their, can't. Their, their chemistry. I, I, was, yeah. I, yeah. I knew I couldn't live up to it, but I was hoping I could at least make their fans like somewhat 
satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Once you once you realize you can't meet them, yeah. their chemistry, yeah. it's impossible. You can settle into the role. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it sounded like you were having a good time, though. We were. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Santiago makes it so easy. Yeah. So, isn't he the best? Yeah. And of course, then you run Who Spiked the Puns. With, I was. I was busy Fuzzy. this week. Yeah. Yeah. You were in. Are you enjoying the guesting? It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's odd, but like, it's fun. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, it's like everybody's got their style, they've got mm-hmm. their shtick, you know? And like, I don't know if I'm going to ruin that or if I'm going to be able to like match it, you know? So, I don't, I don't want to come in too strong. You just bring your own thing. Yeah. And you come on strong, man. That's what you got to do. That's what people want to hear. But that was a good episode. Purple Rain Man. I listened to it. Fantastic job. He set me up. uh, You know, he assisted Mm -hmm. me and and let me knock it out of the park. I just realized guesting's got to be kind of extra cool for you. Like if I guess on a podcast, it's basically just like being on this one. All right, I'm done. (laughs) You only guess every week. You guess on one. You're like, okay, like I don't have to do any production. Like like I just hit record, (laughs) talk, hit stop and send it off. It it magically becomes an episode. Mine is nice. Wait, I don't have to promote this. This is so nice. (laughs) I I should just quit podcasting and just guess only. I'm going to solely guess from here on out. Honestly, it's been like, sometimes it's like, wow, this is way. Chris has said on multiple occasions, like if this podcast goes away, who cares? I, I can just <laughs> yeah. go, go guess in somebody else's. Uh, of course, then be looking forward to the World Cup is coming up. Be looking forward to Donnie, Santiago, yeah. and Fuzzy Dan's three guys, one World Cup, which is going to be oh, amazing. They've added, they've added world in there. I thought it was just three guys, one cup. No. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep pushing that. <laughs> take, take out the world. We do want to get some <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Uh, so that's you'll get be- a lot of listeners, people who are going to tune into next week's episode of the listeners you'll get from that. Yeah. Uh, so that, so that of course is going to be premiering June 13th, right? That's going to be really great on the Podfix presents uh, feed. So make sure you subscribe to Podfix presents because also mine and duties from shaking out nerd uh, brick a brack about our love of Lego. Uh, we will be ending that the five episode run for that. So make sure you tune into Podfix presents as well. And then also, uh, stickers. We got some new stickers in and they look really cool. I've already sent some out already. Uh, we have the new home tree logo sticker, which we've never had before that's been sent out too. So that's great. And also all you have to do is send us in an iTunes review, send us a screenshot of it and we will send them out. So I already got stamps for it and everything. So I am prepped and ready to give you stickers, home trees. <laughs> and I mean, just ask for them too. I'll send them to you. <laughs> like uh, so uh, a Twitter poll was ran. Work that poll. And before we get into the Twitter poll, everyone loved your Mission to Mars picture, Donnie. It was, people were just like, yeah. loved it. Thought your your victory pick was just amazing. I thought it was one of my best. It was one of your best. It was like, it was so good that it was like, it was almost non-existent. <laughs> That's how good it was. The world wasn't ready. <laughs> but luckily- <laughs> Uh, Corey won for District Nine. Oh, did I? Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So nice. you by a lot. Like it was, it was over fifty percent. District Nine was the best of those. Three. I for sure. Wisely. You chose wisely, and so that was yeah. Uh, how, so by how much? Because I thought Cloverfield would be really close to I District Nine. Really, really thought that Cloverfield was going to win, and I was mistaken. District Nine, fifty four percent of the votes. Nice. Yeah, 54. Where was Cloverfield? Cloverfield was 29. Dang. And Chronicle that is a big lead. Chron- Chronicle, critical. Chronicle was 17%. Now, here's the thing. So, for the most part, these were three movies that people who knew what it was 
they loved all three. Yeah. And so this was yeah. one of those ones where people are like, wait, you're making me choose between these yeah. three? Choose, yeah. So like, Corey, you knocked it out of the park, man. This this one had a ton of votes. Cool. So there were people just like uh, cinematically correct uh, podcasters saying, listening to MGT podcasts, and they referenced one of my all-time favorite actors, actresses right at the start. I think I chose a good cast to check out today. New fans. Nice. Love that, yeah. Cool. And it's uh, Lizzie Kaplan. They love- Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. Which actress? Yeah, I know which actress. <laughs> Uh, they also asked, like, I need to know who this bougie cooking guy is. Do tell. <laughs> that was a lot of people asked about That's it. Bougie, did, did you guys watch it? I have not. Gosh dang it, man. It's funny. I've got a lot going on. I'm going to play it okay. i got a lot like going on. two minutes long. Text we me had to watch link. five movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Text me a link, and if I get, you know, if I'm naked in bed with my wife at 9, at 9 <laughs> p.m., always? I will just I'll hit, the, I'll hit the link and watch uh, it. Uh, Team Ravenclaw, a.k.a. the uh, What Were They Thinking podcast. Yeah. I told them we call them Team Ravenclaw. <laughs> like, what do you mean? We keep us straight like Ravenclaws are supposed to. They said, uh, actually, put up their, they pushed up their glasses, whether okay. they wear glasses or not. Cloverfield is only produced by J.J. Abrams. Matt Reeves was the actual director. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we don't care. I know. No one cares. I mean, he he produced Lost as well. There was yeah. the other two guys. Uh, Orky and uh, uh, Orky. Yeah, it's Robert Orky and Kurtzman. For Lost? No, it's it's just a couple different guys that were producing that show. I will but look it up since I don't have the names off the top of my yeah my, my head. It's uh, damn it, they're right there. I, or you could just believe me. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm, I'm gonna find it. Yeah, this is riveting stuff. No, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, it's uh, Damon Lindelof. That's it. Yeah, but then like Robert Orkey was one. Uh, I've never heard that name before. In my it's, life. It's Damon Lindelof and there's one more. There's two guys that ran that show. I mean, the, for the most part, Lindelof, Lieber, uh, Lindelof and Lieber and Cuse, Carlton Cuse. Carlton Cuse. Yeah. Lindelof and Cuse. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams is like the executive producer. He's like over them. I think He's got he, the, he worked on the premiere. The big vision. The finale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, those vision. are the guys who were like running the show day to day. No so, one cares sorry. about you, Matt Reeves. So actually. Matt Reeves, <laughs> get out of here. Actually, Matt Reeves is a brilliant director. Like, yeah. he's really good. Uh, but so he says, sorry, I got to keep up my annoying guy reputation. <laughs> Hashtag Team Ravenclaw. <laughs> Uh, so this one, this is like has to be talked about on uh, the coming off the reels podcast on Twitter. I guess they do haikus okay. for movies. Nice. And uh, so they were asking, I just randomly, I was just looking at it and it said, uh, does anyone have any movies they want to do a haiku for? So I said, Oh, uh, quickly down under, like, obviously <laughs> like it's gotta be quickly down under. So, <clears throat> so cue the music, right. you know, sweet, like tranquil music. Quigley takes great aim to thwart Marston with help from Aborigines. Nice. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> and then people just like, this is my favorite movie. Just like, every, so people, not everyone's seen Quigley Down Under, but those who have seen it. Yeah. Worship it as it should be. <laughs> well, no, I can't say that I have like an altar to Quigley Down Under, but I, I have seen it and I do like it. So there's some of us that are, that are in the, somewhere in the middle too. No. <laughs> Hot or cold, lukewarm is bad. Uh, Drinks with Larry uh, podcast says, I think Shaky Cam should be its own nomination at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. I mean, like, why not? But they come out so infrequently that that one movie that came right, out that year yeah. would be the winner. Well, then if there was an Oscar category, people would make more. There'd be more. And then audiences everywhere would just be sick nonstop. Yeah, That's the thing. That's is you can only take so much of it. Which is funny because you said that Amber from the Into the Portal podcast, which is the newest podcast on the Podfix Network. Welcome. Welcome. Into the Portal is a great show. You guys really should check it is out. Is this like some sort of sexual euphemism? No, no. Into the... Might as well be. But... Uh, 
<laughs> Amber and Andrew, they they take a uh, an urban legend or something from just legend itself. Okay. So from the movie Legend with Tom Cruise, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, middle two. Uh, <laughs> they uh, anyway, just it's a great show. But she said that she went into watching these movies all expecting to throw up, and she didn't do it. Yeah, and she felt very proud of herself. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that takes some so, some strength. It does. Uh, the uh, One Giant Leap for Geeks podcast. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Chronicles highly underrated. Yeah. Check it out. It's a great film. Absolutely. And that yeah. was just. Uh, that was just like repeated over and over and over again. Still didn't win the votes, but yeah. And may maybe I did it a disservice by putting it in with these other two like no, powerhouses. I don't think you did because I think it made people really think it made me watch it. And yeah. I would not have watched it if I didn't know it was going to hold up to yeah. the other two. I don't know how many home trees actually watched the movies along with us, but I mean the, that episode, those three movies, you definitely should of mm -hmm. any, I recommend oh, going back sure. and watching those movies. Uh, and then the movies with the Mrs. Podcast, seriously, I voted Cloverfield because I got so sick in the, in the theater. Uh, hats off to it. And it says, my wife was side-eyeing me like, dude, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Odd Dad Out podcast. This is seriously hard to vote between Cloverfield and District 9. Both amazing, but I think Cloverfield is one of the best movies to come out at the time. And also, they didn't- I agree. They didn't hate Paradox. So people have- I haven't, I haven't okay. watched it yet. Okay, so- Last goodie bag. I hadn't watched Paradox. I have now seen Paradox. Uh -huh. I, I'm not a fan. You don't want to fan. No. I have not seen it. I will watch it because I was such a huge fan of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I think it was brilliant. That was a great movie for the first 90%. The, the, we've, we've actually had this. The last 10%. We've, we've had this on, on air. The, the last 10% is another great movie. They're just not two 100% good together movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which just is not the same to, movie. They're two parts of different holes. <laughs> Which is similar to how J.J. Abrams, everything works out. Yeah. Like, oh, loss is really good. Till the very end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, Netflix and Swill. The problem with Chronicle is that Mac, Max Landis wrote it, and everyone hates him for some reason. They do. It is weird. Like, if you go out there, Max Landis will pop up. He's the one that wrote Chronicle. Yeah. People despise him. Yeah. I don't know why I looked it up. Like, did he do anything wrong? Is he a, is he like some like predator out there? No, no. Just, yeah. So neither of you guys have seen the paradox? No. All yeah. right. We'll watch it. We'll discuss it later. Yeah. Uh, the earth nine one nine man. Oh man. I've never seen district nine, which dude, Nate, Matt, missing out, bud. uh, Ian, sorry. Check Ian, it out. Ian, dude, Matt. you should watch that shit as soon as your friend loans it to you. <laughs> I don't understand why. In you fact, would... I'll loan you my copy as soon as Donnie gives it yeah. back. Uh, this is Man Oh Man. I've never seen District 9, so I'm rolling with Cloverfield, the movie that made me dizzy. So Rolling. Yeah, yeah rolling. rolling with it. Uh, and then uh, Flix X-Ray. I love Chronicle and the way it is done from all sorts of different cameras, not just one. Yeah. Also surprised that Super 8 and Blair Witch shouldn't make the list. Same, th uh, they, yeah. We, we, yeah. They will. I thought about doing Super Eight in there yeah. instead of District Nine, mm -hmm. but it just this felt right. We yeah. will do Super Eight at some point in the future, and then Blair Witch may show up on another episode in the future. Mystery. The Wallfly Podcast, uh, aka Rhett Hall. Yeah. You know, uh, he says D District Nine because Charlton Copley is the best. This guy was great in it. He, yeah, he is an amazing actor. Yeah. Uh, Chomp and Klein podcast, seen all three, so a really tough call, but as they're also well-made, uh, as they're also well-made, but I'm giving the edge to District 9, which is, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And then uh, Weird With You podcast just sent us a, uh, a, a gif of um, Mr. Bean eating a prawn. 
<laughs> it is quite uh, it's quite odd. It's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. You don't uh this is weird. <laughs> it's really weird. It's uh, supposed to be. I, I had put out there uh just it's so weird what, what makes it. It was a it's a picture of uh, of an ice cream truck uh of like yeah. all the ice creams that they have. These people just came out of the woodwork. Like oh, I, their favorite, their, just what their favorite was. was uh, overwhelmingly, people, a lot of love for Choco Taco. That's it, Choco Taco. Like yeah. I actually can't even name all the comments. There's like fifty. I think that'd be my wife's pick is Choco, Choco Taco. Taco. Yeah. So anyway, I was going to ask you. Got uh, what would you have picked? Let's say what would you have picked from when you were a kid, and what do you pick now? That you have diabetes. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what I used to get, honestly. I, I think I just always mixed it up. I think I got something different every time. I always got the carnation cup that came with the wooden spoon. Really? Yeah, yeah that was that was for like old people. I thought I, I was know, the right? old man, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? And then like when I was really little, I'm sure I was going for Tweety Bird with the gumball yeah. eyes. Yeah, I would have yeah. got some stupid with somebody, gumball eyes. Somebody commented they got the Ninja Turtles with the gumball eyes. I know I got that. I know I got, wasn't there like a like a push-up ice yeah. cream thing. I remember the, getting those a lot. They were, the called, push they were called push-ups. Although yeah, push out in the sticks where I grew up, like it was an event, like the ice cream truck showed up like once a year. <laughs> it was just like a hundred kids. Yeah. Just like, ah! I just throw it, just <laughs> no. throwing money, just making it right up in there. Not a, if there was a hundred kids, we would have had an ice cream truck regular. There were like five kids. So <laughs> it was like the peddler. Of kids running down a dirt road trying to get some ice cream. It was Come like back. the peddler, like coming to town, like in the 1850s, like, oh, the peddler's here with trade goods. Yeah. I mean, um, it is so good stuff though. Nowadays, drumstick. I mean, I, I would, used to get a drumstick. I yeah. used to get a 50 50 bar. Like I got a lot of stuff. I did. I did switch it up, but yeah. like, I just liked having the little wooden spoon. To, yeah. which, what it, were the, uh, the ones that were red, white, and blue and they had like kind of ridges around rocket, them. The rocket. The rocket. Yeah. I, used, yeah. I used to get those. I s will occasionally still get those. Yeah. What I get now. That's about as patriotic as I get. <laughs> America. The, I, I will go back and forth now, usually between like a stro the strawberry, uh, shortcake bar, which okay. the good humor ones, but I will get the, uh, uh, a variation on the rocket pop, which is the chocolate banana one, which it has the gross. <laughs> Come on, man. Teach yourself. Yeah. Ban banana. I, my mom's a big fan of like banana popsicle, banana stuff. I cannot stand banana popsicle. Oh, it's tasty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you say so. I, mean, I don't like soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Boom. Podcast over. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, it's people just came out of the woodworks for it though. People just really, really loved it. And which is great. I love it when people yeah, like people our engage. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Americans love snacks. Were there like non-American people chiming in? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the ice cream? Man? You know what it was? Tons of like poutine. It was really weird. <laughs> It's like, you know, what your ice cream man had poutine? Yeah, but it was frozen. Like course. shaved poutine, like yeah. frozen and shaved. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like it's, uh, uh, anyway, people just, uh, yeah. people really like ice cream. With any Italians, like we used to get gelato. <laughs> I like gelato. <laughs> I don't think I'm a fan of it. I think I had it once. I got nothing again. It. Uh, it's like really like slimy, like kind of creamy. It's more, it's more airy. Is the best way to describe okay. it. Yeah, I don't clearly. I, don't, I can't even remember what it tasted yeah, like. Yeah, uh, I mean, like it, honestly, it just tastes like ice cream. <laughs> like, the, and the same thing with like frozen custard. Like, it's it's all just cream based. Yeah, 
you know, well, well I mean, uh, gelato's yeah. milk, but like whatever. It's all just dairy going into thing and freezing. Do they still make Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the oh, future? I love me some we are dots. we are living in the distant future, year nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> and Dippin' Dots is still the ice cream of the future. It was. It was like exclusive at like theme parks, right? You could only get it at theme parks. And no, was- they had it at East Hills Mall. <laughs> now, <laughs> no, East Hills not now because East Hills Mall is not. He's not there anymore. Well, I just mean in the interim, like, because it became like kind of pervasive. Like, that was the first place I'd ever seen it. Everywhere. Yeah, but I, remember, I remember it was like a rare thing. Like you had to go to a theme park to find it. Yes. And like, uh, I remember it was the ice cream of the future. You know? I remember they said it, they, but I, Donnie's right. The first time I ever had it was at East Hills Mall. That's a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a barren yeah. wasteland of yeah. sadness. Ghetto land. Yeah. Welcome Since to. Since it's closed now, I guess I can say some stuff, but uh, I actually. What, you were going to hold back before? Dish about East Hills Mall. Small, I get anybody in trouble, but like suck it, East Hill Small. I ha- I had to go in there and meet with uh, basically the the managers of the place through my secret government job, mm-hmm. and um, they were actually talking about like there was like some secret like sex club that you couldn't get. There was no front end to it. No. Yes. So like you know. No. <laughs> yes. You are. It was when it was still barely open. Most of the anchors were gone, and there was a few like of the shops in the strips. Uh, you know where they like will they'll, they'll cap off the front if they're going to do construction on the inside. Yeah. Well, they had basically done that, but in a very permanent way. And so then when it like sold and new managers came in and they couldn't really figure out what was going on and that place was never open during the day, there was like at night, somebody would open up sort of the back doors and you come in the back entrance. There was like some weird like secret sex club in there. Thing is, is that's not the only time people went in the back doors at that place. (laughs) So (laughs) a secret sex club. In the East Hills Mall. I do... (sighs) The new managers ended up evicting them because it was all like it was all cash based and and there was like nothing on the books and it was just it was really really odd. Yeah, like, that's that's like when you things do got with shady. Your secret sex yeah, club. That's when it gets shady. Oh, well, you, there's no paperwork. I mean, it's all just under the table. Oh, well, we can't have that here. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you're you're gonna be Alexander Hamilton and you're gonna keep. You're gonna keep a record, a record of your <laughs> cuck holding. Oh my gosh, that is that is just bizarre, man. Yeah. Uh, now that I think about it, it's not that shocking. Like that that I mean, it isn't. It they got to meet somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, where do they meet now? Dipping dots. Hit us up, Secret Sex Club. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. Support us on Patreon. At, but we only wanted as Secret Sex Club. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically from the East Hills Mall. Yeah. East Hills. Ne- the East Hills branch. East Hills yeah. branch. The East Hills chapter. Yeah. Dippin' Dots. <laughs> Local 551. You know what? Dippin' Dots hit us up. Local 69. God, I missed that joke. Oh, dang it. <laughs> rewind, yeah. rewind, 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 rewind. I remember that night. I remember <laughs> that night. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> now, Alexander, I'll never forget the time I saw that face. So, are you going to regale us? I will, in a, I will in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I will in a minute. Uh, so, uh, voicemails? Let's do some voicemails. No, when that hotline bling can only mean one thing. All right, here's here's voicemail number one. Oh, hold on. Is it this? Is it the secret? You, you need to know up front. Why, why can't you just listen and be surprised? Because I don't like surprises. Well, you're getting one. I know. <laughs> right. Voicemail number one. Hey, Brayden Toph. Hey, I'm not your insult monkey. If I've got something to say to you, you'll hear from me, and not a moment sooner. <laughs> also, I'm the host of Gravity Beard, and if you want to find my show, you can find me at the Gravity Beard at Twitter, there it is. on Twitter, or at gravitybeard.com. Bye. 
Uh, he's Chris started up a, a voicemail uh, for him for his show now too. A Google Did voice. It, yeah. yeah. I said, oh, you should do it. I don't know if I want to do it. I'm not going to do it. Day later, hey, I set up a voicemail. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, lot a lot of fun. Of fun. Oh, it's yeah. been a blast. And I said, like, you don't know who's going to message you or call. He's got a ton of them. But anyway, the sad thing was, is he, you know, he stayed with us. He left his erectile dysfunction medicine here. Oh, so I had to call him. I had to leave a message and just say, hey, you left it here. Chris Green of the Gravity <laughs> Rear Podcast, you left your erectile dysfunction medicine here. So anyway, I mailed it to him. Uh, hopefully he's doing okay now but he forgot his erectile dysfunction medicine <laughs> at my house. <laughs> so, but uh, call, call I, you know, I should have written, written, wrote it down to shout out. So you guys can call, tell him also that he left his erectile dysfunction medicine at your house. <laughs> did you, uh, did you like send it COD? Hopefully he didn't stiff the delivery man. Boom. Yeah. This joke is fallen flaccid. Mm. <laughs> do you remember when you were watching the movie this shows at home it's like sorry no cod's yeah what's a cod <laughs> I, that's not a thing anymore right no who did i, well, I don't it think it ever was in our lifetime because we've always had those no cod's, no COD's. So, like, it must have been something like in the 50s like you just cash on delivery like well, is collect calls still a thing uh from prisons no if it is Aside i used it prisons. i used it well into the late 90s that was how i used to get picked up from Track practice. You would call, it's like, leave a message. And so people will do it. Hey, it's Corey, pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We totally did that because I call every day just so yeah. my parents know, hey, I'm ready to be picked up. And so, <laughs> hey, it's Corey, pick me up. <laughs> and who's calling? Uh, I'm ready to pick me up. Just pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then my dad would decline it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the phone company had to yeah. like. Yeah. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Pay oh, the they, 25 oh, cents. Oh, they fooled us again. Yeah. <laughs> Pay the freaking 25 cents. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next voicemail. Hey, one more thing. On behalf of Donnie and myself, in your face, Corey and Chris, because Mission to Mars is slightly less <laughs> terrible than Red Planet. So in your face. Seriously. We did lose. We yeah. totally showed you so guys. We didn't get a victory pick from Donnie, but we got a victory voicemail, I guess. That works. That works. That okay. Works. But uh, he also said he'd meet you in uh, at the Grand Canyon. Is where he'd meet you to. That's you guys could have a nice bed. No, sorry, in Santa Fe. Santa Fe would be the middle point, apparently. Yeah. If you guys, nice I, had, I had five movies to watch. Bed, bed and breakfast, and you guys could have a nice. <laughs> you guys could have like you guys could wake up and wake up slowly and look at each other. Hey, handsome. Boop. Touch each other's noses. We could have just gave Donnie the erectile dysfunction medication to hand off to him when he met. <laughs> right. Gosh, dang. <laughs> Thinking, I keep forgetting about the fact that Chris Green has erectile dysfunction medicine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Voicemail numero trace. Hello. Welcome to podcast. mystery caller. Me again, you mystery caller. Your guesses are all... Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Who could I be? Perhaps a fellow podcaster? Or maybe a fan? A tree? Or maybe a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> it's Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Definitely Schwarzenegger. The mystery continues. <laughs> Home trees help us I, out. Who do you I think am at it a loss is? Because yeah. the, the three guesses that we made were like solids. So I do not know who it is. I, I have even less of an idea now. Yeah. I, gosh. So I, I had lost my confidence. I didn't even yeah. want to venture a guess. I thought it was <laughs> Nate, uh, you know, Patreon supporter extraordinaire of next episode. I, Cause he, Nate does fantastic voices too. He's, yeah. 
He's not quite Santiago level, but he has a lot of funny ones that he does. Like he would imitate our, our professors at, at CSUB. And so it was, it was really funny. So I thought it was Nate at first. So Nate is, are you the mystery caller? He's like, oh, I haven't listened to the episode yet. Like, well, okay, <laughs> obviously you're not the mystery yeah. caller. Corey had me sold on Luke. I'm like, you know what? I think I hear it. I yeah, hear it now. And then I thought it was Doody. <laughs> yeah. And so I recorded with Shaken Not uh, Doody from, uh, for our Brick and Brack episode. And he's like, nope. Yeah. Actually, no, he didn't say nope. He said, could be. I'm like, oh, then it's duty. And now, but apparently it's not. So, yeah. Cause I guess duty. Maybe it's him. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sure he didn't say nope. He probably said nah. <laughs> nah. Or however they say no there. <sighs> I just, uh, it's okay. So, if it's not Luke. I didn't guess, guess Zach. <laughs> do, you th- do you think it could be, do you think it's Thomas? I, I really don't know. Cause he's doing a voice. So it's so hard. It's, yeah. I, the voice it's hard. I could. Yeah. I, I could. There's a little Thomas in there. I could. Yeah. So, okay. so let's That's just collectively say it's Thomas. It's Thomas then. Thomas. We've, we've caught you. Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Thomas Howard is coming home. <laughs> coming home. Thomas been Jefferson's been coming home. Been, been away for <laughs> so long. <laughs> Is, All that, right. is it all? Thomas, if it's you, if reveal it's you. yourself. Yeah. Re- reveal yourself. All right. That's it. That's all the voicemails. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Nance Corner. So pour yourself a nice glass of sarsaparilla. Sit in a rocking chair. Cuddle up with a nice blanket. Because it's time for Nance Corner. So, uh... Tom, I mean, I'm sorry, Thomas. I just, I hope it's, I hope it's Thomas. Yeah, I hope it's Thomas. But the uh, so obviously, uh, Nan puts in. I finally got to listen just now. I've been tied up prepping a 700 square foot area for sod, which I'm laying Saturday. Yesterday, I wrestled a big old rototiller over it when I'd rather have been inside with a cup of Joe in the recliner listening to you guys. Anywho, it was a great episode. Nice. Are Donnie you Sr., why aren't you out there helping your wife? Also, Donnie, why aren't you helping <laughs> We him? didn't help her either. She's like, can you guys help me on Saturday? I'm like, I moved the podcast because I'm watching the Champions League <laughs> final. And she's like, well, can you come over after? I said, sure. And she was already done. Nana's, yeah. a, Nana's amazing. She, she even gave us some stuff. We came home and like laid a couple of strips in our little back patio area. Yeah. She's, she's like my wife. Like if I don't, if I'm not on top of like <clears throat> taking care of the yard, like she'll get out there and do it herself. Yeah. Like when my wife was like, six months pregnant. She got out and was mowing the lawn because I was too busy to do it. And I was like, uh, to my eternal shame, <laughs> I've never let it lapse again. My eternal. Yeah. You should, you should <laughs> feel really bad about she that. She wanted the lawn to look good. And I yeah. just, I, I just got busy and hadn't gotten to it. And so she got out there and did it herself, but that's just the type of woman she is. She's like, man, she'll just get out there and just do it. Yeah. I mean, Dan's the best. Yeah. I mean, it has been well established that Dan's the best. Uh, did you guys know that you could uh, press your ashes into a vinyl record. Yeah. I, I just found this out. And can, so, can you have it have actual audio on it? Yes. Yeah. So just like have like all your favorite songs. It just sounds like this creepy wailing when you play it. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> if you play, if, but only if you play it backwards. <laughs> play, it backwards. <laughs> play it backwards. Release my soul. <laughs> no, that'd be pretty rad to like have like record yourself singing karaoke of your favorite songs and then have your ashes pressed into that record. Yes. I'm that'd sure be- they don't press all of them, right? Because that's a lot of ashes. I mean, it's. We've all burned bodies before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and you get uh, gallons of ashes. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of it also is the coffin that you're in too. They don't just burn just the body. Actually, 
Do they? Yeah. It's just the body. Is it just the body or the coffin? You're like on a little, like a grate and you go into Mm -hmm. the crematorium thing and it just, yeah. Yeah. Donnie knows a little. But your bones don't really like burn up as well as everything else. They they, have to smash. They kind of crush that stuff down. Yeah. Whose job is that? I don't know. Sounds awesome. Anybody who is like a mortician of any kind, like they've got to have a different, they've got to have a different. (laughs) The cool thing about them is that they're always in the dead center of town. Um, okay. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah. mine's not as funny as yours. I was just saying, but people who have mortician, like Cost as an occupation, <laughs> they have to be have be of a different mindset. <laughs> I'm done. Your face. You don't get my opinion. <laughs> Your face was just pure no, was gonna hatred. Here videotape you. Your face. So it is fine. Go ahead. I, yeah, I look amazing. Makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, so Nan, Nan, of course, really loved that, and she actually put the songs that she would have on there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. it says, "The old gray mare ain't what she used to be." <laughs> Ding dong, the witch is dead. Oh, no. Smoke gets in your eyes. Bye bye, love. I will survive. Light my fire. Uh, she was hot. I just died in your arms tonight. Oh, ashes to ashes, and I'll see you again. That's funny. That's, that's, that's great. That's, so great that's, that's the A side. The B side's just her. Don't burn me. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Uh, and so. Also, Nan was really excited that I got to go to the Hamilton musical nice. down south. And so obviously you guys are going ne- next week, uh, Donnie. Yeah. So she said, she says, can't wait. We've got 13 more days, which is less, of course, now, which is well worth the wait. And she says, I'm going to have to duct tape my mouth to keep from singing. I bet there's like a big warning when you walk in. <laughs> there like, is. No yeah. sing-alongs. <laughs> okay. So so when we walked in, yeah. so, so when we went, which guys, it is worth every cent. Like, it, like, that you didn't pay. No, I, we bought it. Oh, I thought you. I thought it was a gift. It was going to be, and then it was not, okay. and so we paid for it, and okay. it was not cheap. Yeah, that's no, not. Uh, but but honestly, it's a it was it's a bucket lister. It's incredible, yeah. and there wasn't a bad seat in the house. Every single person from the cast was just so good. Mm-hmm. the The understudy for Lin Manuel is his, has been his replacement since uh when he did in the heights too okay. so, so he's the, touring around doing he, the, yeah he's location. the one touring it honestly he looks and he looks and sounds almost exactly like him so if you just squint your eyes a little bit it's like oh there's lynn yeah, yeah honestly <laughs> yes like I'm, I'm being serious like yeah the uh the guy who played the lafayette jefferson i actually thought did a better job than the original all right the the one complaint and this is a super nitpicky because i was I, I had tears the second that they started just because I'm like, I'm here. Oh my so gosh. Like, dun, 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 dun. Tears. tears. No, I'm yes. <laughs> How does Chris keep a straight face when he's in the room? Anyway. Yes. That's why your vision was blurred. Cause there's just so I much know. tears. Honestly, here. It's yeah. like, Oh, that's him. That's Lynn. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but was that Thomas, uh, the, the, the singer, the actor who played George Washington was not tall. He was actually, oh, really? and so you get what I'm talking about. Like yeah. he needs to be yeah, he does. imposing. So he was older than the rest of the, the cast, which was good, I guess, but uh, he was not taller. And so it's like, Ooh, no, you don't loom quite as large as everybody right now because <laughs> you're short. So, but he was, his singing was incredible. His acting was great. It just was like, was know, he taller than John Adams? Put him on platforms or something. Uh, no. Cause John Adams is played by Hercules Mulligan. Hercules, my like Oh, is he? I didn't. We yeah. didn't know that. No, no, that's. Uh... No, I'm being 100. percent That's who it is. Hercules Mulligan and John Adams. No, sorry, not John Adams. Uh, I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, Monroe, uh, Madison. Sorry, Madison. Yeah, Madison. No, yeah. but I mean the whole joke in the third. Uh, 
Yeah. King George song uh, that nobody looms quite as large. And like John Adams is, I mean, he was a tiny dude. Yeah. Like he was yeah. like four feet tall. Yeah. Madison was, was five, two. Okay. Uh, so that's, the, which is funny because the, the actor who History plays lesson. I know <laughs> the actor who plays Hercules Mulligan is, is massive. Yeah. He's super tall. Gotta be. He's super big, super athletic though. I mean, the guy is, um, you, and but he's the one that plays Madison, which is really funny because Madison is okay. Tiny. I knew I knew of a couple of the other double yeah, roles, so but I didn't the know double that roles one. are Lafayette and Jefferson, uh, Mulligan and Madison. It's Hamilton's crew. So the other one is uh, so yeah. They, it's all his friends basically become his Lawrence yeah. is no Lawrence is uh, it's junior. Phillip. It's Philip. Yeah, his yeah. son. I knew that one. And then uh, Peggy is uh, Mariah Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. that. So those, I knew those ones, but I just so didn't know the... That, the and that's it for a double. And then, like, they, some of the chorus will play, like, the doctor, and and uh, the, there's the doctor. Minor roles. Yeah. Uh, the um, Samuel Seabreeze. Seabring? Seabreeze. Seabring. <laughs> Sorry, <Samuel> whatever. Seabreeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drink. But the, uh, the, 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 obvi- the, you get everything in the musical that you get in the, on this actual soundtrack. There's, yeah. uh, the, the, uh, the man is nonstop gets a little longer, mm-hmm. um, on the stage play because that's the part that they go from, uh, act one to act two. Mm-hmm. That's where they cut off. And then there's a little bit of a spoken word thing right before, uh, uh, nonstop as well mm-hmm. like that there that that you get in the in the stage production that you don't get on i love that song i didn't realize how much i liked it until i listened to the album like 20 times mm-hmm. and i realized that's because it's clearly like the the cut between act mm-hmm. one and act two and at the end of that song you get like all of the main characters like reprising their themes mm-hmm. all in one like mashup and it's like oh, oh that's, that's incredible really cool. yeah the so seeing it on the stage the songs that I wouldn't, I would call kind of like almost the skipper songs. Yeah. There's just certain ones like, uh, there's just certain ones that you're like the, uh, like the, one. the, 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 ten, the 10 dual commandments. Like that's I, a skipper for you. I, yeah. it's I, just, I don't think there is a skipper. In I'm this. not. Okay. <laughs> I will listen to the entire thing, Yeah, but there's not the way this isn't like, uh, it's not like, like when you're, for it. when you like got a short amount of time, you're like, okay, I can listen to maybe like five songs. You mm. go to the best ones. Yes. So everything else you're saying is a skipper. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying like, if I'm going to like jam out, I'm not going to jam out the 10 dual commandments. Oh, but that one's pretty good. Yeah. They're all incredible. I'm just <laughs> saying. So then there's certain ones that are much more visual and that one is very visual with the, uh, with the dancers and everything and what they are doing on stage is mind blowing. Like there's, it's a very simple stage, but they have, the, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for Donnie, but they have, or me like you, you said you did Corey, yeah. but, but I don't want to spoil it for Donnie. No, it's Donnie. <laughs> if Donnie, you weren't here. I'd spoil away. Yeah, no. Uh, but so there's certain ones that are much more visual. And the, honestly, the star of the first half is Hercules Mulligan because he is so, he's doing so many things that are nonverbal and you can't hear yeah. like uh, they just, he's just doing all these really funny things in the background yeah. and it's really, and like you're laughing your head off at him. He's just, he's just so out there. So that's interesting. I, I wouldn't have figured and that, that. And that's it. So you're getting little things like that. Like, Oh, the other one is like during that, uh, my shot song actually takes place over several months. Mm-hmm. And so they show the passage of time and it actually makes little things like okay. that. You get little things. The songs just have a more emotional impact when you see it on stage. Mm-hmm. The the song um, uh, "Satisfied," the the actress who's playing uh, uh, Angelica is just unbelievable. It is what they're doing on there is just anyway. Both it's mind blowing. 
So it's just so good. <laughs> so, so what? Just the way you said that, what they're doing on there. I just started thinking, like, was there like a live sex performance or yes, something going yeah. on on stage? So, so it's really weird. <laughs> you catch Jungle Fever, Chris? Uh, so you, you caught this in the capped off end of East Hills Mall? Yes, in the East Hills Mall. <laughs> that's where you, that's where East you East saw this production. production. Well, it, it was, they were serving Dippin' Dots. I was really happy with that. Man, I can't wait. Yeah. So <laughs> Dippin' Dots. A set. It's really weird when when they're do when they're playing the when when Hamilton and Mariah Reynolds are like consummating their their infidelity. Their uh, like they're having sex on stage, and it's really awkward because there was like a kid next to me, and that was actually the bit. Not true. There, the range of ages that were at this show was just great. I mean, yeah. there were some some kids that you could see you could see them mouthing the words the whole time. Like, <laughs> and then but then like down to people who I actually am pretty sure were there at the Revolutionary War. <laughs> so like that's how the range of ages was just. This is just a reenactment for yeah. them. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was a real big scandal. Uh, but anyway, incredible. Uh, everybody was amazing and. Uh, yeah, so I loved it. But cool. anyway, Nan's, Nan, you're going to love it. And yes, the first couple songs, you got to make your make sure you're not singing along. Go but with some duct tape over your mouth. The, uh, and you do, you open your mouth and you're like, oh no, you, I, it's right. But we didn't have a problem. The crowd was great because everyone is there doing the same thing. Like if anyone screws this up for me, I'm going to murder them. Yeah, like yeah. Every, this isn't like you're going to a movie. Mm-hmm. Like these people paid a lot of money to see this thing. So anyway, unbelievable. Great job. Uh, Dan, you're going to love it. And that was Dan's Quarter. It's this episode is brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com. We Are Dapper Ties is a company created by brothers Andrew and Julian who believe that feeling and looking great should be an affordable right for all. So whether you're wearing a suit and tie daily, heading to your first interview, an advocate of classy dates, or you just need good-looking ties, you need a dapper tie. Andrew and Julian have carefully curated beautiful designs to offer you a selection of knitted, elegant, unique, and affordable ties. Go to WeAreDapperTies.com and enter the promo code GOODER to get a free shipping on all your orders all over the U.S. Dapper Ties, smart, affordable fashion. It's good. Okay, so it's time for MGT Light. Uh, Corey and Donnie are going to be super quiet the entire time. So it's just me, your old pal Chris. And then I have in studio one of my oldest and dearest friends and and Patreon supporter extraordinaire, Nate Dog. <laughs> Nathan. And he he is... That's, that's Mr. Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Mr. Dog's your dad is, is, but anyway, Nathan is the person who picked the movies for our next episode, and uh, he is going, <laughs> he's going to tell us why he picked these and why he picked the title. It's a little gay, so I mean, for all the the normal, right? More gay than normal. More more gay than normal. Yeah. I mean, enough with the undertones already. Let's just let's just get to the nitty gritty here. Right. So so, so your your boyfriend is sitting right behind us right now, and he didn't he didn't want to embarrass you. He's here supporting you. He's here supporting me. So, uh, so Marty, go ahead and wave hi to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> See, look at that. So Great lovely. radio right there. Great radio. So, Nate, why'd you pick... So, other than that, like, these three specific movies, why these three specific ones? Well, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> drag... You know, all three movies have a little something to do with drag, so thematically it works. But, I don't know. There's just something about... Uh, each of these three movies, they're pretty, they're pretty staple, pretty staple gay films. Like if you talk to your gay friends, 
you're gonna know somebody who's gonna bring this up. You're gonna know you're you're gonna know somebody who's gonna bring up these movies or who are obsessed about drag and uh like my ex and it can get really annoying, but sometimes <laughs> so... <laughs> But no, they just they're pretty solid films. Um classics. Um yeah, that's really all I got. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and you just and you wanted us to watch them. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, pretty much. There is there is that aspect. Like I am looking forward to the uh, the uh, winter circle photos on Instagram. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Now we we asked you for objectively good or later on in the episode uh, for the main episode, but like which one is your actual favorite? Like which one is is the one you hope wins? No one knows who. Who has one? Who has yet? But what's your favorite? And who do you hope wins? Like I don't know. I mean, part of me has this feeling that Mrs. Doubt. No, wow. There's a Freudian slip. Okay. <laughs> that was no. The Mrs. Doubtfire was the fourth round bonus yeah. track, right? <laughs> you can order that special on Patreon, right? Yeah. There you go. Anywho, yeah. um, I, I have a feeling the Birdcage is going to win because name recognition you know but i i don't know it's hard to pick like it's like it's like which finger do i cut off really do (laughs) do i want to say no to one of like the best power couples ever in miami beach with robin williams and nathan lane or you know am i gonna say no to seeing uh wesley snipes play an absolutely gorgeous woman like ms noxima yeah i don't I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to pick. I think Priscilla's a more interesting film, you know, not movie, but film. But Australians are kind of hard to understand sometimes. I ha- I have to watch that thing in subtitles. So, <laughs> I mean, Home Trees, no, MGT's deep and abiding love for Australia, and it, like watching Priscilla Queen of the Dead, it's just Australians doing Australians thing. That's really what it is. Just like in episode eight. So Nate, uh, actually, the reason he donated to us, other than just being just a stand-up guy, is he has said that we got him through the Peace Corps. Because Nathan is one of the only people that I've ever met that has been in the Peace Corps. So Nate, kind of like, give a little like rundown of that, because it's super interesting, man. Like, I'm being serious. Like, I know it doesn't always sound like I'm serious, but like, it is really interesting. So it, as much as you can go, details you can go into, of course. Like, you don't have to tell everything. Well, I don't know. I don't really have security clearance for all that classified Peace Corps. You got, you like, you know, if I told you too much, you know, we'd have to kill you. But, um, no, I mean, honestly, um, Peace Corps was great. Uh, It was a wonderful opportunity for me to sort of step out of Bakersfield for a little bit. Um, Got to represent the U.S., uh, you know, uh, abroad in a community developing sort of capacity. And so you can't say where you were at. Is oh, that... no, I can't. Okay, no, I'm ahead. sorry. I was getting to that. I, I got stationed. Uh, so questions. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I got stationed in Albania, which is on the border with Greece and Macedonia, Kosovo, uh, and Montenegro down in the Balkans. And it's it's a really gorgeous country. And, um, you know, lots of untapped potential and resources. And the people are really great. And I don't know, it was a, you know, it was a 
it was a good time. I think it's the best way to put it. And, and you were there for it was two years, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-seven months total with training, but. Yep, two-year commitment, and uh, you know, probably one of the okay. Well, funny thing, so Peace Corps volunteers have all sorts of cliches. One of them we like to talk about is people will tell you, "It's like, oh, Peace Corps, it's the hardest job you'll ever love." And no, I've I've had much harder jobs. So I think honestly, <laughs> the most the most strenuous in sincerity, one of the most strenuous parts of being in Peace Corps is just kind of way too much free time. And maybe like a tinge of loneliness, you know? So I ended up picking up a real wicked podcast habit while I was in Albania. And you guys were one of the first. You just always scratch your neck like, hey, y'all got any more of those podcasts? (laughs) But like you started listening to podcasts like right when we started. Like I remember when you left two years ago. uh, Well, no, now it's almost almost three now because you've been out for almost a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... uh, like that was something that we would email back and forth. Hey, I'm starting a podcast. He's like, and you were just super supportive of it. Yeah. So, so how how much goat did you eat in Albania? Like a lot or a little? Um, you know, I think I got a pretty standard ration of goat <laughs> when I was in Albania. Goat is something you do do uh, throck in Albanian. It's uh. It's a dialect of Klingon, so the word for goat is duthrak. <laughs> and you, know, you get it roasted. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, easier to get a hold of like a roasted sheep's head, though. Like, that was interesting. You scoop it out on some toast, really. I mean, sheep's toast is it's how I start my day. That with the side of Vegemite, right? Yeah, uh, breakfast but- of champions. <laughs> And Albanians. Uh, <laughs> Nate actually is like the person who has taught me to eat food that wasn't just a hamburger and stuff. Like the, anytime I've eaten anything interesting, it's always come from Nate. And it's always tasty. Like first time I had Indian food was with you. First time I ever had Greek yogurt was with you. Really? Not weird. I know. And Greek, like we used to go to the Greek food festival. Mm. And Bakersfield Home Trees, they know about the Greek food festival. And it's good. Way overpriced. Oh, yeah. Like way, but... If you want to get those, uh, those, uh, what are the fries, the, the feta fries. Mm-hmm. No, always good. There's nothing quite like, uh, French fries that kind of, uh, smell of, uh, feet from all the feta cheese <laughs> and garlic really rounds out the whole palate there right. on that. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. Like what would, would you recommend going to the. Peace Corps for anybody that like who who is it for? Would you say would be the like the the candidate itself? You know, I think honestly, the ideal person to join Peace Corps is the sort of person who has ever thought to themselves, "Ah, maybe I should join the Peace Corps," and then their next. (laughs) I know this sounds dumb, right? And then the next, the next, and so long as the next immediate thought isn't. Uh, I don't know, then do it. Like, the, there's no age limit. I, I, I was working with people, I was working with volunteers who were in their 70s, and this was their retirement plan. I was with lots of people who were just fresh out of university, and lots of people who were in between, and, you know, um, people were out there for all sorts of different reasons. But I think, honestly, if you feel like... If you feel like getting rid of 
everything in your hometown and living in the developing world for about two years might be a little exciting, doesn't make you want to run in the other direction, then yeah, sign up. Sign up, honestly. And they're always looking for volunteers. It's easy to find, you know, get onto the website and somebody's going to try to sign you up. So, Yeah, and you had your choice between, if I remember right, it was Albania and China, right? Were, were, the, were the two that... Yeah, it was China, right? right. Was the other one? Right. It was either... When it came down to the wire, they were either going to send me to China, Albania, or Mongolia. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I heard, I heard um, Peace Corps Mongolia is beautiful from... Um, actually, do you remember uh, Bryce Liu? No. Oh. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, look, the look on my face is, is one of, of kind of... <laughs> yeah, so brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, um, he, did Peace, he did Peace Corps Mongolia. I worked with him... At a previous job. Anywho, yay. So, um, uh, Mongolia is great. I heard Peace Corps Mongolia is great. Peace Corps China is great too, but I don't know. I just wanted to go somewhere obscure and I didn't want anyone to know where I was for about two years. I'm pretty sure my grandparents still think I was in the Middle East somewhere. So, <laughs> it happens. Your grandparents know you're home, right? Like, from the Peace Corps? Yeah. Yeah, I think they got the memo. <laughs> I'd have to double check my calendar on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Nathan's grandparents are super big fans of Morgan or them. Like they they they're like sixth tier home trees. Like they are they 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 wear shirts, like they have the mugs and everything. Listen, and so Nate's grandparents Nate's home, <laughs> so you, you can call him if you want to. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. So another fact is is I have too many funny stories with Nate, but Pete, Nate actually is the, the, the co-conspirator, not really the main conspirator. He's the one that wanted to go. Oh, of the infamous me. Of the infamous... Brothel story that I have told on on different podcasts and one of our goodie bags when Nathan wanted to get a T-shirt from the Moonlight Bunny Ranch in Carson City, and we went so like like I, you do <laughs> yeah so like why why did you want like it was a sh- it was for your dad right if is that right yeah well if you'll recall at the time uh this would have been what two thousand four. 2005 mm-hmm. anywho in the long before and um we or uh, hbo had this series that was like a behind the scenes documentary series in this particular uh legalized brothel in uh, carson city and we were watching the program because it was really intriguing hbo style documentary yeah cutting edge like vice you know mm-hmm. like precursor to that like um and it was Christmas. It was, you know, right before the holidays was when we were up in Tahoe. And it seemed like the perfect sort of Christmas present. And as I recall, you're the one who found their ad in the Yellow Pages. It was because what it was, you just wanted us to drive there. You just wanted us to drive there and show up. And I'm like, there's no way that you can just buy a T-shirt. And they can just walk in and be like, hey, can I have a T-shirt? Like, I'm, if we're going to go, I, so I said, like, I'll take you if we can call 
and check first. That's what it was. I was just doing my research. I didn't want to just show up. Hey, what's up? Can I have a t-shirt? So here's the reality. So we're, we're sitting around. Here's what really happened. So we're sitting around bored because we're all packing up ready to go in about an hour. And and Chuckles here is flipping through. Chuckles. Yeah, it's your, it's your nickname now. Yeah. Uh, it's one of your hidden names. Uh, sorry. I am known by many names. <laughs> names so secret that they will chill the very blood in your toes and give you frostbite. <laughs> It's 98 degrees outside, Chris. Okay, so. <laughs> bye, bye. bye. <laughs> you, you're flipping through the yellow pages yeah. and you're like, oh, hey, guys. Well, look at this. A brothel. Yeah, that's, Lies. That's my Chris. Lies. That's my Chris impression, by the way. So, um, <clears throat> But no, I called ahead and they sold t-shirts. And as I remember, everything went swimmingly well. Yes. Until, until I knocked one of the... Uh, the the employees into a wall of dildos. Yeah. That that did happen. Yeah. Yes. But, but as I was running away, I was literally running away. They're professionals, Chris. I'm sure they've seen far worse. <laughs> That's so sad. Because you want in this okay, I shout out to the Dan Savage podcast on this one. I just will refer every you got any questions about that. Hit, hit us up, Dan. Hit us up. <laughs> Big fan of the show. Yeah. yeah, hey, hey, Dan Savage, wherever you are right now, whatever whatever brothel you're in, like just just hit us up, mgtpodcast.com. Call the call the hotline six six one four eight nine seven three two three. Also, Nathan is one of the people I thought was the MGT mystery caller. Yeah, do the do the voice. See see like how close it looks like. Hello, Hello, Morgotathan. This is what I think the mystery caller sounds like. But it's not him. He says it's not. So it's, it's, it's but, not me. No. Yeah. Like, because no. I even messaged you, hey, is it you? He's like, what do you mean? It's like, ah, it's not you. Never mind. So. Yeah, no, seriously. I thought you were referencing some other stupid voice that I did <laughs> on the, the hotline and I got caught. But then when I finally heard the mystery caller, I was like, my hat's off to the mystery caller. That's. I, I, I predict there's going to be a lot of gas in that particular <laughs> gag. That's going to. That's, you're gonna ride this one out for a little while. What Corey wants it to be me secretly, <laughs> just screwing with both of us, and I'm like just pulling an an Oscar-winning performance on the whole thing. It's a twist. Yeah, right. It's a Shamal Shamalanian Shamalanian twist. Yeah, there you go. Um, the mystery caller is actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time it was modern day. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, <laughs> the um, I I mean I I love M Night movies. I really do. I I enjoyed Split. Split was good. I did not see that one. Marty, have you seen Split? No. All right, Donnie, Corey, have you guys seen Split? Yeah, they've seen it. Huh. Well, Donnie hasn't seen it. Donnie hasn't seen any movies unless it's for the... Donnie's giving me the finger right now. Donnie, put some pants on. Gosh dang it, dude. Put pants... Corey, put your pants on too. Corey, stop kissing Donnie. Oh, my God. These movies got into him. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, <laughs> Nate, bud, I can't tell you how much your support has meant. Like, I mean, honestly, like, legitimately, we're humbled and just grateful for everything... You've spread, you've told people about the show. 
You've given comments on the show from day one. I think you were one of the first people I ever showed the rough draft to as well. And uh, you're going to look snazzy in your black and white home tree shirt. It's uh, already been sent. It'll be there on Tuesday, uh, which will be a day before this airs. So, what? ooh, from the future. But anyway, thanks, man. Thanks for coming in to the bunker. And I love you. And anyway, I always will. Yeah. All right, put your pants back on, Chris. <laughs> No, I love you too, man. It's a pleasure. It's always a laugh with you. It's good. That's going to do it for us, the MGT Recording Bunker. We'd really appreciate you rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app or Podbean. If you know anybody who'd like our show, please tell them about us. We asked you nicely. Please follow us on Twitter at MGT Podcast or on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. Email us at moregoodderthan at gmail.com and visit our website, mgtpodcast.com, where you can support us via Patreon, like our great and powerful sponsor, Nan, and the rest of the home trees who are so generous. <laughs> <laughs> While you're there, you can buy a set of fashionable yet affordable high heel shoes with our logo on it from our merch page. Uh, MGT logo designed by Mary Madewell, home tree logo designed by Dan Nicholson, and of course, we're proud members of the Podfix Network. Follow us on Twitter at Podfix and go to our website, podfixnetwork.com. I'll catch you on the flip side. Spy for me, Chris and Corey. Later. And Donnie. See ya.